Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content that it provides, make sure you hop over and check out the all new Strength Coach Network. The Strength Coach Network is a combination of the CVA SPS community and the Rugby Strength Coach community, bringing you what is sure to be the internet's leading resource for continuing education for strength and conditioning professionals. Combining these two resources has allowed us to bring some of the best content from some of the best minds in the world together for your one-stop shop to better improve the continuing education for not just yourself, but your entire staff. Bringing together all of the lectures from the Rugby Strength Coach community, along with the lectures exclusively done for the Central Virginia Sport Performance community, and all the lectures performed at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar make this an absolute must for performance coaches around the world. The world-class lectures at the Strength Coach Network are not all that you'll see as well. The discussion in the forums and the support and the career guidance from some of the top practitioners in the world, from people all over the world, makes this an absolute must and a great place for you to network, learn, and grow as a performance professional. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS, that's C-V-A-S-P-S, to get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. We're sure you're going to find great value in the Strength Coach Network and are really excited to have you involved. So hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com and use the code CVASPS to check it out today. Hey guys, how you doing? Jay asked me to do the Motivation Monday talk and uh, I spend eight hours a week commuting back and forth from Pittsburgh to D.C. right now. So I figured I always wanted to be like Stan Efferding strong so I'm gonna do it from the car and then maybe my squat will go up this week um, what I want to talk about is taking over at a new job uh, something I am NOT an expert in in any way shape or form I was at the same position for almost a dozen years very unusual in our profession not something many people get to experience but I had a lot of fun I really enjoyed the job in retrospect, I should have left five years earlier. I had a few opportunities, and I stayed because I really liked the area I lived, had a good time at work, didn't have much to complain about, and I feel like my athletes were getting better. Um, but here we are today. Um, I was very lucky when I lost my job. Uh, quite a few people had reached out to me, and spoke to me about different positions, different jobs, and I got lucky enough that um, you know, I, I applied for a job, and actually the job I ended up with at George Washington University, 
is a significant step up and a much better job and it was a job that I actually applied for kind of cold people always say till you know till you know um, go back to what I've heard better than till you know who knows you because I applied for the job um, kind of cold thinking I had no chance to get a call and then uh, Andrea Hootie just gave me a call and said hey I heard you applied for GW I just talked to uh, one of the coaches there I know so because someone knew who I was when they saw my resume or knew someone who knew me, it kind of got my foot in the door. So the myth that it is who you know, yeah, it still holds some water, but it's also who knows you. And if no one out there knows your name, then your resume is going to get passed by. One of the first projects I had at my new school was to replace an assistant. We had an assistant who left right after the, the previous director left. Well, I got a ton of resumes, and I knew some of the people, and I had to have some really hard conversations because there were some coaches who I respected the utmost and think just the world of, who I wasn't able to hire because of the fact that there, the, the, the talent pool of strength coaches is just so deep. So make sure, first and foremost, people know who you are. And that doesn't mean sell yourself out. Um, I love to tease Brett Bartholomew uh, and, and tell him he's a sellout because I know people actually say that to him. And it blows my mind because Brett Bartholomew is a gift to our industry. And he brings so much to everyone in our industry. And the fact that people would call a guy like that a sellout makes me laugh. Because you know he's made me a better coach. He's probably made many people listening to us a better coach. But back to the point, taking over a new program. First and foremost, it's been said a hundred times. Ryan Horn has tweeted about it a thousand times. Know who was there before you and respect the work they did. Uh, I'm very lucky. I took over. Matt Johnson was there before me. Uh, I, I, I don't know Matt super well, but I do know him. I respect him as a coach. I respect him as a person. And when I came in, I started looking at some of the teams he trained in. They were spot on. So good at lifting. Technically speaking, they had perfect technique. They were responsive to coaching. Um, a lot of the credit of that has to go back to Matt as the previous strength coach. And I think know who the previous strength coach was. What were their strengths and weaknesses? Last time DeMeo had me talk, I talked about how changing culture is overrated. Um, and I mean that in the sense that there are good things everywhere. My previous job still has some good things to it. Um, and hopefully the, the strength coach who I know who took over for me is taking the good of what I had, throwing out the bad, maybe some of the bad habits I got into, and improving upon the good that we had while bringing in his own flavor to it. That's what I'm trying to do here now. Um, but as far as taking over a new thing, one of the first things I did is just walked around and 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 had serendipitous moments with people in the athletic department, met people, shook hands, saw who's out there, made sure people knew my face. Um, we're in a very unique situation at, at George Washington University. We have two campuses. They're about three miles apart. Shuttle runs every five minutes between the two campuses. We have three weight rooms, two in our basketball facility, one out on Mount Vernon campus. The one on Mount Vernon campus will rival any non-football weight room in the country. We're talking indoor turf, 14 racks. It's gorgeous. Three miles away, 
DC traffic. There are some obstacles. I have found ways to get more teams out there. We have our basketball competition morning lifts out there now. Um, but if you're trying to get out there in rush hour on the shuttle, you're looking at 20 minutes out, 20 minutes back, even though it's only three miles. On my bicycle, I can get there in less time sometimes. So that's a hurdle. But you know what? Just showing my face up out there with some of those teams, some of those coaches, and making sure that they know, hey, I'm here. I, I, I care about your athletes. I care about you. I care about the success that you guys can possibly have is the first thing I did. After I did that, I met with all of these strength and conditioning staff. I had each member of the staff do a SWOT analysis. I said, I want one of yourself and of the program. And they said, well, what if they're the same? I said, you know what? Just give me a SWOT analysis. You tell me, tell us about us. And I met with each staff member independently. Said, you know, give me the good, bad, and the ugly. What do you think we do awesome? What do you think we do terrible? And you know, where, where do we need to change, grow, whatever? And I picked up a lot of great nuggets of information from them. Um, stealing what is currently there that's working well. Uh, I couldn't have gone to a more different school. I was at Robert Morris for the last 12 years, which had 4,500 students, suburban campus, secluded campus, gates at the front. You know, once you enter campus, you're on campus. Walk around, you know everyone. Now um, I'm at, and, and it was academically not the greatest institution. I'm not putting it down, just stating that the acceptance rate was pretty high. Now I'm at George Washington, which is a much more exclusive university. Um, alumni like Colin Powell. It's a little different situation. Um, take football out of the mix. We do not have a football program here. That changes the, the, the culture of the athletic department, if you will. Uh, we have water polo and squash and sailing. A lot of sports that probably aren't inside the norm of what most strength coaches have experience with. Also, the school has, I think, 27,000 students, and it is a city campus. When I walk out of the basketball arena where the weight rooms are, there is you know, the, the deli across the street, coffee shop across the street. It is a city, and it's about as city as it can be. So I, one of the things to me is learn about G-Dub. What makes G-Dub, G-Dub? Uh, I'm very lucky in the fact that uh, we just just got a new athletic director, a bunch of new coaches. She made a bunch of new hires. And I work directly for the athletic department, not specific coaches, which I really like. Um, and, and I very much believe in the vision. If you figure out what that vision is from your athletic director, if you're lucky enough to come in with a new AD or with a new leadership team or whatever it may be, understand what their visions are, what their goals are for the department, and find out where you can mimic them, where you can steal from those ideas and make them your own. Because as strength coaches, I've said a thousand times, we are assistants. We are the ultimate assistants. The head coach has the umbrella. What is their philosophy? We have to then take our style and make sure it fits under that umbrella. Make, you know, we're not selling ourselves out, but take our philosophy and sell what they're doing. So I met with my teams. I work right now with gymnastics, wa uh, men's water polo, men's basketball. Uh, uh, and then because we have some uh, one staff member down, I'm helping some, a few other sports. But what do those coaches want? What are their goals? Now, I met with men's basketball coach. said, how do we play? What's our style of play? What phrases do you use so we can mimic them in the weight room? 
when we're doing a jump, we can talk about how we're going to rebound and kick the ball out faster than the other team. Uh, meeting with the water polo coach. First thing he said to me, what do you know about my sport? And I said, not much, coach. And he said, good, keep it that way. Make my, my guys better athletes. That was it. And he said, well, I got one thing. I said, what's that, coach? He goes, I don't like overhead pressing. Don't do it. I said, that's all you have for me? He goes, yeah. I said, no problem, coach. I can One exercise you took away from me, I, I got this. So we don't overhead press the, those athletes. Uh, met with the gymnastics coach. What are the goals? What are, what's the vision for her? What, what does she want from her girls? And, you know, I'm going to sit here and tell you my successes. It's been five weeks. Uh, I don't know where the successes lie. I don't know right now. I'm still in the belly of the experiment. I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. But I'm trying to build relationships. The two words, and I stole this directly from the book Presence, is um, trust. You have to have trust and respect. If you can do those two things, you can work with someone. Um, too often you see trust and res respect break down. And as those things break down, you don't have an effective relationship. And when there are mistakes made, finger pointing begins. Um, I have no doubt my last uh, job I made some mistakes. And there were some breakdowns in trust and respect. I've made no bones about the fact that, and if you're curious, go to Lead FTS and read my article about losing my job. Um, I made some mistakes along the way. Uh, I don't know if I could have built the trust and respect I was looking for there. And I have some great friends who work there across many departments. But I just don't know if my personality ever could have made it work. So to get a fresh start and get an opportunity with an athletic director who's getting a fresh start, I think it's the world. It gives me such a great opportunity. So build trust, build respect. Get out, meet people, shake hands. Remember, no one uh, cares how much you know till they know how much you care. Thanks, guys. Hopefully I said something. Rock on Monday morning.